0: Welcome to the Human Design Profiles and Entrepreneurship Podcast. I'm your host, Chantel, a 1-3 manifesting generator, small business strategist, workshop facilitator, and the author of the Aligned Action Series for Solo Entrepreneurs. This podcast is an active learning experiment. It's all about how we experience entrepreneurship as individuals while we're also satisfying our desire for self-awareness. Each episode is a profile of a human design enthusiast slash business owner who is here to share how their personal profile lines influence their business journey. Today my conversation is with Chanel, a registered holistic nutritionist, functional hormone educator, and founder of Evergreen Nourish Co., an online nutritional counseling practice with a focus on hormone health. She has nearly a decade of one-on-one experience as a healthcare professional who understands the human complexities when it comes to making habit changes. Chanel is passionate about helping folks balance their hormones through not only nutrition, but lifestyle as well. In her own life, Chanel prioritizes prioritizes wellness by nourishing herself with delicious plant-based foods, lowering her environmental impact and household waste, and slowing down to savor the small things that make life more wonderful. Have a listen while today's guest, Chanel, a 4'6", shares her story while you read between the lines. Chanel, how new is human design to you and what have you loved discovering so far?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I'm actually very new to human design. I don't really know much about it other than that I'm a 4'6", and Mm -hmm. a couple other things, like what those lines mean a little bit. I'm definitely open to learning more.
0: What have you loved discovering about your human design so far?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing... um, it's just kind of tying it into the changes that have happened in my life recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a newer business owner. I've only been in business about a year and a half and I also turned 30 last year. So mm-hmm. that was kind of, um, aligned with like that transition. So yeah, I was like surprised and really interested in learning about how that was connected to what my chart was saying.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that, totally resonates in the six line sense where lots of changes happen in your life around the Saturn return, around age 30. So that whole six line operating as a three line up until that point, gathering experiences, and then when the Saturn return hits, bigger shifts are happening. What was that experimental phase like for you career-wise, like pre-30, how did that journey feel?
1: Mm-hmm. So funny thing is that I, was never thinking I'd ever become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, it's honestly like quite unexpected if I would have like asked myself ten years ago, would you ever have a business? my answer would have been straight up no. <laughs> I thought I really had like my life all figured out. I actually am a registered a dental hygienist as well. I've been <laughs> one for eight and a half years. I'm very part-time now just one day a week but that was my journey right out of high school. I went straight into university. And actually, you know, people were always asking me, like, why didn't you become a dentist? Well, you have the grades for it. But to me, it was like, well, I don't want to own the business. Like, I don't want to run the office. I just want to have enough independence to use my critical thinking with patients without having to be like the boss or the owner. So I thought that would be my forever career. Very early on, I graduated, I got married, I had my house, I thought I had it all together. But I just like didn't feel aligned with what I was doing, and I was always seeking more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, yeah, a few years ago, I just decided this is the time, and all of a sudden, I started studying nutrition and completely changed what I was doing for it to now feel really aligned. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect I'd be an entrepreneur. Even when I was studying nutrition, in my head, I was still thinking, I'll work in someone else's clinic, right? right. And I realized all of these thoughts of like, oh, I'll never be a business owner. I really realized that that resistance to entrepreneurship was actually limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and fear of failure. Mm -hmm. So until I got past that, my career, you know, probably wouldn't have felt aligned because I always thought I just couldn't be an entrepreneur. I didn't have like role models in my life. Like my parents don't own businesses. So to me, it wasn't very accessible. It didn't feel like me, but it's not until I got past that, that I was like, okay, this is like my dream job (laughs) (laughs) and I can do it and all of that. So, um, Yeah, I feel like that was what I had to get through to be able to feel aligned with what I do day to day.
0: And what does that alignment feel like to you? Is it a sense that you have in your body or how do you know day to day that you're feeling aligned?
1: Mm -hmm. That's such a great question because I'm sure it differs between people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, it was just really about aligning my passions with my career and it Mm -hmm. not being separated all the time. Mm. Because, you know, health is one of my passions. And as a hygienist, I was able to partially fulfill that. But I also have a passion for the environment. And I also have certain goals that I want for my career. So what I want it to look like the type of flexibility that I want. So yeah, I think to me, feeling aligned is combining my passions with my career and also the whole lifestyle that aligns with my values without my career taking away from me. I really want my career to add to my life versus it feeling like it's taking away from what I want to be doing.
0: Mm -hmm. I can tell even just on your Instagram that the alignment between, say, like the things that you're teaching clients and also things that you're implementing is really there. If there's a really authentic feeling to it, you have this sense when you're looking through your content that this is something that you live all the time and not just with clients like it's very embodied
1: yeah thank you for saying that I would hate to just be like an imposter right I'm just very real with my clients like you know I've been through this too and nobody's perfect like I still have struggles sometimes too and just being able to instead of thinking you have to be perfect at one point in time and that that'll solve your problems mm-hmm. I think it's more about making sure that all of these um different habits for your wellness are really part of your lifestyle so that you can sustain that long-term mm-hmm. in 10 years, 20 years. In a way, my clients are really part of my journey as well. So it's been healing for me as well to be able to help others with their health.
0: That's beautiful. I know that the word guide is really resonant for you, especially as a registered holistic nutritionist. What does being a role model in health and wellness mean to you?
1: Hmm. I feel like guidance is really something that should be part of everyone's life. I feel like the moment we decide that we're done learning, to me, it's kind of like giving up. (laughs) Because why wouldn't you want to become a better person or be healthier, and just learn more about the world. So to me, it's such a privilege to be able to be a wellness or, or health guide for somebody. And it's Something that I've identified with for a long time, having been a hygienist since 2015, I've always seen myself as a guide while acknowledging that I also need guides. I also (laughs) want to keep learning, want to have role models that I can aspire towards certain things. Um, So for me... Yeah, like as a nutritionist, there's so much misinformation out there. There's so much confusion about nutrition. People don't really learn about nutrition from a young age or anything. Mm -hmm. So I feel like especially in the nutrition and lifestyle realms, it's important to have somebody that can support you, tell you what your specific needs are with your body and then really find strategies that fit your lifestyle. So it's not just a one size fits all um, approach because mm-hmm. we are all different and what you want to do isn't necessarily what someone else with your condition wants to do. Right. Um, so having someone there to guide you help make that decision because it's empowering when you get to make the decision right versus just being told do this do that. Mm-hmm. So for me being a guide is really being able to be a little blip in the journey that my clients are on so that they can feel empowered.
0: Right the way that you describe that is also very much like the journey to becoming an entrepreneur <laughs> and <laughs> that empowerment of not listening to one-size-fits-all advice and all of that. Um, I'm curious, since it is so recent for you, that shift from mostly employee to mostly full-time entrepreneur, what has that transition felt like? Because not even six lines, the Saturn return period can feel very tumultuous for people. And it feels like like that's right around the time when you made these changes. So I'm just curious like what that experience was like.
1: Yeah, like not gonna lie, it was tough. It was during the beginning of COVID as well, which just added another layer. But in a way, it also kind of helped because I wasn't constantly hearing others' opinions. I wasn't seeing people as much. So Mm -hmm. when I was kind of figuring out what I was doing with my life, it was really a time for me to trust myself, trust what I wanted to do, what felt right to me versus all the noise right mm-hmm. all my life i feel like i was always trying to listen to the noise what people wanted me to be doing what people expected of me and that was part of the reason that i didn't feel aligned right i felt like i had to do xyz to have my stuff together and then that i would be good after that without really acknowledging what i wanted mm-hmm. um so yeah during that whole transition well first of all kudos to my husband because he was so freaking supportive you know for his wife to just be like I want to go back to school you know um it can be tough and he was just so for it so supportive and so that definitely helped and definitely just trusting myself helped as well Mm -hmm. I think we all really like turned to online communities during that time because we're going through such a weird time in society with Mm -hmm. the lockdowns and everything so definitely just being able to see other women entrepreneurs out there doing their things and seeking advice from them and not feeling so alone in that definitely made me feel like, okay, I can do this. I can have my own online practice and it's not as overwhelming as, as I think it'll be. I just need to do it step by step and trust the process and just like keep going even when things are tough. yeah. So yeah, all of a sudden, like I was there. It's like you look back and you're like, oh, I did that. Look at all the steps I've been through. Right. So I think that too, just realizing like how far I had come. Actually, I'm looking up and on my wall, I have this quote that I wrote down. I have it on my wall and it says, you didn't come this far just to come this far.
0: Mm.
1: And I think that was a really great reminder too when things felt like what am I doing? Right? Mm -hmm. It just felt like just keep going. You know, you're doing this for the right reasons. And just trusting the whole process was really important.
0: Even just surrounding yourself with that support, consciously choosing words that feel supportive is such a big part of being an entrepreneur, keeping that mindset piece going, because there's a lot of self-examination that happens as you're making all of these decisions when you're setting up your business for the first time
1: for sure for sure
0: yeah. So you mentioned about surrounding yourself with other women entrepreneurs and finding some community. The fourth line is very social. Does that feel true for you where your fourth line, like that networking, community, friendship, relationship aspect is very important?
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like the online world is kind of different from the real life world, right? <laughs> so in terms of the connections that you make, yeah, because I am like more shy, By personality if I'm out in public like I'm not necessarily someone who's has an easy time approaching folks whereas like online I have a lot easier time making connections and then that turn into real friendships in real life so Mm -hmm. I do feel like there is that bonus with online that even if you are shy you are able to have community and meet people that way that you probably wouldn't have met in real life right and Because that was all happening like during the COVID times when we weren't really going out much and we were online a lot more, I feel like I did make a lot of connections during those few years, Mm -hmm. which I still have now. So that was definitely helpful because, yeah, I have friends from high school, like my very best friends are long term friends from high school, but they're not entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So to be able to, yeah, have people online that I can socialize with and (laughs) learn from and everything has been really, really important to be able to feel like I can do this. (laughs) And yeah, and now I do have friends who are entrepreneurs that I made later in life. So that's really awesome to have that in common.
0: Yeah. And I guess a lot of your time is spent online because of having an online practice. (laughs) So obviously balance is a huge component of nutrition. um, But balance is also a huge component of lifestyle when you're spending a lot of time online. Um, What's that like for you? How does that feel? Yeah,
1: I definitely feel like that comes in waves where all of a sudden I'm online too much and I like realize I need to take a step back because I'm doing a lot of scrolling right now. (laughs) Online is how I learn about a lot of events happening or businesses that I want to support and just keeping up with people that I care about. So it definitely is a challenge for sure when you have a business that primarily markets itself online. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely you have to keep yourself in check of how much time am I spending just mindlessly scrolling versus actually creating content, meeting people, making connections, um, getting clients online. So yeah, definitely it's something that I'm Always working on because I will have ebbs and flows with that. And I think it's just kind of the way of the world now. (laughs) Like we've Mm -hmm. just been so accustomed to being online so much. So we do reach for our phones when we're bored or when we just need that dopamine hit. So yeah, it's just being aware of it's the first step for sure. Mm -hmm. And then finding tools that can replace the reaching of the phone, social media you know, like things like reading or meditation or journaling, and just remembering to do real life connections as well, like having a night with your friends versus just texting, right? So I think those things all help me not spend too much time online, because it can be definitely difficult when you are online so much for your work.
0: Mm -hmm. And so do you meet with all of your clients online? Or do you meet with anyone in person?
1: My practice is fully online. I don't Mm -hmm. have a physical space. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so all of my sessions are through the Jane software online. So it's, yeah, it's a little different definitely than an in-person, right? Like for dental hygiene, it's always in person, right? right? That's (laughs) to access the mouth. So in that way, it is different. And I was kind of curious too, like how it would be in terms of how connected I would feel or you know, because I have great conversations with my in-person dental patients, but I do find that there is something special with online where it really just feels like it's just the two of you in like this little world
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) without
1: any distractions, right? To my surprise, it, it still does feel like you still really do connect with a virtual appointment. And my clients have said the same. It's cute. A couple of them have said in their feedback forms, like, the only thing that could have made it better is hanging out in person. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody's different with that too. But I think you still get that same, you almost become friends <laughs> because, you know, you mm-hmm. get that level of connection of getting to know someone over X amount of months. It definitely still gives me that connection that I crave for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And it sounds actually like you, you were talking earlier about how you made a lot of online friends first that became in real life Friends like that. Maybe there's a comfort for you in that developing an online relationship first. Like maybe more as more of like an introvert. Maybe that is something that feels really good for you that you've discovered. I would
1: say so for sure. I just feel like online you can formulate your thoughts more, Mm -hmm. whereas in person, obviously, like the awkwardness comes out. Yeah. (laughs) All of a sudden, you stumble on your words, right? So, yeah, and I I love writing. So, you know, writing messages to me is very intentional. Mm -hmm. Developing a relationship from that intention can be really sacred and really special.
0: Absolutely. So you mentioned earlier that you are still working part time and you have your business. Is it a goal to always keep one aspect of that? Or is it a goal to transition into full time entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah. I am wearing too many hats right now Mm -hmm. so eventually I do want the business to be the priority. Mm -hmm. I have a few more months actually of university as well. I'm Mm -hmm. getting a um, degree in environmental health. That (laughs) definitely has taken a lot of my energy, a lot of my time but I've just learned so much to add to my business. On top of my nutrition training I learned a lot about how our environment impacts our health and everything so I've already started you know incorporating a lot of that because I'm almost done my degree. I think Definitely, once I'm done that, it'll feel like such a relief because I'll have a lot more time dedicated yeah. to my business. For dental hygiene, I'm only there one day a week. So it is pretty nice because I get to see my regulars still. I just renewed my license for this year for dental <laughs> hygiene. So I will do it one more year for sure. And then mm-hmm. it's kind of up in the air, like after that, what it'll look like. Again, just going to trust my gut and just, you know, what feels aligned. Yeah. Because, like, that's my OG baby career, right? It does become <laughs> part of your identity. So it is d- difficult, you know, to let go sometimes, but mm-hmm. I also know that it will be at one point time to let go. Yeah. For now, I like seeing my patients that I've seen for eight and a half years. I have a lot of relationships with them, mm-hmm. but eventually I will fully transition to
0: nutrition. When it's the right time. Yes. Yeah. There's actually a lot of people that I interviewed for this show that have some element of part-time something else, or they're doubling as an entrepreneur, a freelancer, and then they also have another career. Entrepreneurship takes so many different forms, and I'm curious about how, I guess, different profiles maybe want different things. I could see a 4-6 wanting to keep that community of in-person as well as the online community of clients too, right? So...
1: Mm-hmm. I only learned this about myself later in life, but as chaotic as doing all these things can be, university and two careers and a business, I I actually really enjoy variety in my days. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the flexibility and having like the creative aspect as well. With dental hygiene, I'm quite limited creatively, so like (laughs) I couldn't really, you know, fulfill that value of mine. But yeah, being able to do different things, I think just gives me a certain balance in life where I don't feel stuck Mm -hmm. and so I have really enjoyed like these last few years doing different things has been huge even just like for my mental health and yeah it it definitely fulfills me a lot more than doing something 100% of the time Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I know a lot of people can relate to that And you mentioned that human design is newer to you. Is there anything else that you've learned in your chart that you're maybe curious about exploring next or anything that feels particularly resonant?
1: Probably there is, but I don't know about <laughs> it. I can see how this applies to my recent life, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't even really know what like being a projector means, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I'm sure there's a lot more I could learn.
0: Yeah. Projector is your type. So, that makes sense too with needing to honor rest like and find that balance I definitely recommend for people who are newer to human design to learn one thing at a time for me I learned about my type first I'm a manifesting generator and then I learned about profile and then I moved on to environment and cognition and all the other things as you know you've seen the chart it's can be very (laughs) overwhelming but rather than try to learn so many different aspects at once I always recommend that people deep dive into one thing so like Learn about your profile. Learn about your type. Learn about your authority and your strategy. Build that over time.
1: Definitely. It does look overwhelming when you get the chart and you're like, what are all these numbers?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's plenty of time to explore all the different aspects of your chart and integrate those knowings and go where you feel called to like you said if four six felt really aligned and resonant that was the thing you felt most called to implement and integrate listen to that so we close each episode with a card reading Uh, if you're ready we'll take a deep breath in together and release The card that I've pulled for you from the custom HD deck by Christina of Glow Glow Juice is, I trust myself to know who is right for me and who is not. Do I feel nourished by the people in my life? How did I pull a nourish card for a nutritionist? And the whole trust, you know, theme
1: that we've been talking about this whole episode. Intuition
0: is spot on today.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. I love it. (laughs)
0: everyone listening from everywhere can connect with you where should they go to do that
1: absolutely so i am mostly on instagram at chanel legacy and i do also have an instagram for the clinic itself it's new there's not much on there but it's at evergreen nourish co and my website has everything linked on there it's www.evergreennourishco.com